Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number, let me check my notes here, 97 of the Still City Insider podcast. This is season four, officially the start of season four. Every team is zero and zero. The Super Bowl's over. Mr. Jim Wexel, how are you today, sir? Good. It's the Cam Hayward episode, huh? The Cam Hayward episode. Yes. Man of the one man of the year award. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, you know, and seeing how happy he was about it and how hard he tried to get it and how he called it the best award in the NFL, that that, that that's impressive. And especially, you know, uh, Walter Payton was dear to me as a fan growing up. I was a Bears fan. And so uh, I, I, I'm just happy for Cam that he's happy. I mean, he puts a lot of work into winning that and it seemed like he was slighted. I mean, if, if the rest of the teams have a guy putting in this much work as he does, um, that's a great thing. Yeah. But uh, it was difficult for him to win. I'm glad he deserves, he deserves everything. He deserves, he deserves them all. Yep. Definitely a high character guy. Uh, what, what was that? Okay. So it's a Cam Hayward episode. Yeah. It's the Cam, Cam Hayward episode. Yes. And we've got a lot to cover here today. Uh, as we kick off season four, we're, we're starting the off season here, but there were some cuts that were made early on. Um, Mitchell Trubisky, the quarterback position, Chukawuma core four or Chukes for short, Presley Harvin. We'll get into all three of these, but let's start at that quarterback position. Uh, now that Trubisky's gone, what does that mean? What are the implications? Who's going to be the starter? Who's going to be the backup? Is Russell Wilson coming to Pittsburgh? A lot to dig into here, Jim. Well, um, it wasn't a surprise that he was cut because, it's man, really, he showed that he's not. Um, it wasn't that much money and I'm a little surprised because they have no veteran backup and that's not the way Steelers usually do things. But since it was apparently mutually agreed upon, uh, and that Mitch wanted to get a reset, great. Uh, I'm all for helping him. He was a good guy, yeah. but it's weird that the Steelers are doing it that way. You know, uh, same thing at tackle. What if what if what if Broderick Jones breaks his leg skiing or something? I mean, that's what the Steelers always have. You wait until you have to make the move, and so uh, apparently they wouldn't even want him back if if Broderick was injured. You know, after what he was apparently said on the sideline, let's take a knee the rest of the way. Tomlin overheard him, so yeah, uh, you know he was done. Um, uh, but anyway, what's that happen at quarter? What happens at quarterback? Well, you know, Mason Rudolph's making some noise about um, I'm having a brain freeze. Mason Rudolph's making some noise about having a career reset somewhere else. But I think that's just his agent talking. Mm. I, I think he'll get a deal done with the Steelers and they'll bring him back. As far as this stuff about Justin Fields, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. He, He's got one year left. They have to decide now whether to give him his fifth-year option, which would be $23 million for a guy that is a project. I mean, do you just want this project for one year? Uh, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And also, when if you're going to have to give the Bears uh, uh, draft picks, I say no. Um, Russell Wilson, now. I was listening to Joe Starkey this morning talking about how they can get him for the vet minimum. And I don't understand that. So I just read a story out of Atlanta because Atlanta wants him. And they're talking about giving him a $20 million bonus, $36 million for three years. That's $12 million a year. And uh, $20 million is uh, so it's like $19 million a year. 
um, if, if I have, if the numbers were reported correctly, something mm-hmm. like it, between 12 and 19, kind of affordable, but not veterans minimum. So I don't get, I don't understand where he's getting at. And I like Joe as a reporter. He's a good reporter. So uh, I'm, I'm wondering what I'm missing, why he is a veteran minimum guy. And he would interest me, uh, but that's about it. Uh, I, I think it's going to be Pickett and Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did see that uh, Bruce Arians is talking about this year's quarterback class, and it's one of the best that he's he's seen in years. And, you know, that's that's still a possibility, but that's not going to be a player who can come in and help you this year. Do you think that that's on the table for this team to look for a player in the draft at the quarterback position? They'll say it is, but, man, it's I have a hard time believing. I know it's a good crop, probably deep. You can get uh, If you can get Penix in the second round, okay. I'm not a big Bo Nix fan. McCarthy, man, he looks like the kind of guy that's going to prove me wrong no matter what I say. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that, that kind of guy, you know, uh, smarmy Michigan guy. So, you know, uh, go somewhere else. Where's Where's Harbaugh going to be? Is Harbaugh in San Diego? Yes. Is Harbaugh in San Diego? Well, okay. Maybe they'll make a move for him. Um. But I mean, they're going to say quarterbacks on the table. They're going to look at them and you're going to hear a lot of reports and uh, the Adam Schefter's of the world and Mike Florio's are going to be saying Tomlin loves this guy. Tomlin loves that guy to watch Tomlin, watch Tomlin. And uh, I, I just, I see it's Kenny Pickett getting another year. Yeah. And Mason will be there. Mason will probably be the backup and um, will be available and will get, you know, Kenny will probably get a quicker trigger uh, to get yanked. So, um, uh, you know, he would not be afraid to go to Mason, no matter how fans are booing. Uh, I think Pickett's going to start. So mm-hmm. that's how I see it. Yeah. Yep. And it's interesting, too, uh, just in talking about these veteran quarterbacks and talking about Russell Wilson, because uh, when Art Rooney talked to the press again, I forget um, who the interview was with this time, maybe Bob Pompiani. But he didn't rule out bringing in a veteran quarterback. So it's definitely something interesting uh, that we need to monitor, you know, these next couple of months. Well, why would he rule it out? See, I didn't hear the question. I mean, you leave that. You, uh, are, are you? Would you consider a, a veteran quarterback bringing one in? Well, sure. You know, come on. Yeah. Um, I don't see it. Unless if it's Russell Wilson, they can get him really cheap. He's the only one that really interests me. Kirk Cousins is going to be way too expensive. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. I mean, you know, the news is so bad. Everybody says, well, geez, the news is getting used to the internet uh, and, and all the, um, all the hacks out there. And uh, we, we can believe the stories now because it's it, the, uh, the, the media is becoming more sophisticated. It can becoming worse. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't listen. Any of that stuff. Justin Fields excites Tomlin. Are you kidding me? For $23 million for that, for that junk art, for that junk accuracy. I, I, I can't, uh, I can't. I, I mean, this stuff is coming on Facebook now from fan sites that uh, call uh, some uh, reporter that doesn't even have access. An insider, according to an insider, says this. I mean, you got to be kidding me. And people, people are just gobbling this stuff up on Facebook. There's a lot of really bad news out there. Yeah. As I always say, just hang tight here. I mean, we're not in a race to make stuff up. And I, I think I have a more reasonable temperament than 
to to, to calm all these fears. I, I I think what I said about Pickett and Mason is not going to excite anybody, and it's not going to get us any clicks. Jeremy, I'm sorry. That's I don't know how you can market that because nobody's <laughs> wants to hear that. But it's that's the real what deal. We're looking at. It's huh? the, it, this is season four. It's the real deal. This is this is the no BS Steelers source, right? That's what this is. Well, yeah. See, when when people advertise as no BS, I tell the truth. That leads to bluster, and they're going to say this guy sucks. The more they can say this guy sucks, if you can say T.J. Watts sucks, then you're you're the most most informed reporter because he you see something that no one else does, and you're not afraid to buck. The uh, the team and become a cheerleader, and all that nonsense. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, why did you let me go on that rant? Because I think that's why people watch the show is for your rants. So we, we got to get one of them in at least every episode, and, and we started season four with that. And speaking of rants, let's close this out with these cuts. Let's talk about Presley Harvin and uh, you know the punter project that never worked out. I was excited when he was dra- drafted. The whole Thunder Leg. Nickname that he had. In Why college. in the world would you be excited about a putter? I was excited that we had a guy who could flip the field and, you know, field position is a big part of the game. But, uh, man, that didn't work out. Well, I tell you what, that Kansas City punter was pretty good. Yeah, the special teams were, were strong for for both, both teams. And you know what, Jim, that's perfect segue. We're not going to spend time there on Harvin, but... Thoughts on the Super Bowl? Oh, no, no, let's not segue yet. Let's uh, the Tommy Townsend uh, net had a net of fifty yard point eight. His net his net for his career is forty two point eight. Uh, Presley Harvin's is thirty nine point four. So what looked like the best punter in the NFL the other day, it's just a couple yards ahead of Presley Harvin. I think it's his most overrated position ever. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. I know he had some inconsistent punts, but uh, you know Jordan Berry. Had better numbers than both Harvin and Wing, Brad Wing. Uh, and um, Jordan Berry had 40.1 net in his career. And people hated him. And I, I never saw the reason. Every now and then, people hit a bad kick. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. So you get 10 yards. I, I don't think it hurt their uh, scoring defense. was sixth in the league. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and tackle, you know, they don't have a backup tackle. They're going to need a number three in the draft, just like they did last year. And I don't see them buying one in free agency, way too expensive. So uh, I, I look for them to, I'd look for a second round pick. Because if they have a first round pick, they're going to get caught up in their own overthinking of moving Broderick Jones over to replace Dan Moore and and inserting the number one at right tackle. What if the number one doesn't work out? And you won't know that for a while. You have to let the process play out. And so Broderick Jones will stay at right tackle. So all of a sudden, this kid has a a good fourth preseason game or third preseason game, and you're going to switch positions. I don't see that happening. So I don't see a first rounder. I know there's a lot of good good names out there, first round picks at tackle. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I, I don't see them tying their hands that way because it's going to be a, a tricky move i know people people want to get rid of dan moore in the worst way and pat meyer i don't think they know what they're talking about myself uh, but um I, hey i don't know what i'm talking about either so what the hell yeah <laughs> yes you do jim give yourself some trouble here so did you watch the super bowl i did i and, loved it yeah so let, i let, loved it let's talk about even it. when it was three nothing I, I, 
people were complaining at the party I was at. People were complaining, and I loved it. It was hard-hitting defense. There was some good defense being played, both teams. Yeah, And and that's, I think I talked uh, uh, last week about how this was such an even. I never saw anything that came out so even in my handicapping. And um, sure enough, they go into overtime all tied up. So at least I nailed that. Now you got to get lucky and win the bat. I mean, Kansas City plus two. And I was even further after we talked on the show. I just said, take the two points because it's so even. And I know my quarter quarterback plays factored into the numbers I used, but still, uh, two points plus the better quarterback, um, apparently the better coach, two good coaches. But, um, you know, Mahomes didn't, Brock Purdy didn't. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, Kenny Pickett, I think, can become a Brock Purdy if you put a good enough team around him. Maybe not totally as accurate, but more of a more of a, more of a fourth, more of a clutch gene. Uh, and people want to laugh at that, but it's 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 the hardest thing about being a quarterback. Ask Brock Purdy. Yeah. So. Um, and and Mahomes. I, I, th- I think the Steelers can get to where the 49ers are. I mean, they don't have Mahomes. Yeah. And probably never going to have them or anyone reasonable facsimile unless they really bought them out. And how do you compete? I mean, and that's the question too. You watch a team like the Chiefs play and really, I think that first, the first half of that game, they just got dominated on the line of scrimmage and San Francisco was a more physical team. And I agree with you. There were some really uh, impactful hits that were taking place. But when you have that elite level quarterback who can create it it's so hard to to win because you can be down and you're not it, it was it's kind of like Ben when you had Ben and now I'm not saying Ben was Patrick Mahomes but you always had an opportunity to win and yeah. there at the end of the game how do you compete with that how does the the rest of the field in the NFL compete with the Chiefs and is this a start of a dynasty that's and better than anything we've ever seen or not even a start I mean it's already started I, I don't I'm not buying into that. I mean, it uh, things start to happen. Money starts to play into it. Uh, people start to retire. Andy Reid, you know, they say he's coming back, but I mean, I don't know. Mm. Uh, so uh, I don't worry about that. Um, you just got to build your team. You, you don't have to worry so much about not having Patrick Mahomes. Just build your team. Keep taking value. And you can, you can do what the 49ers did. And they could have won that game. They were dominating. Yeah. And somebody asked me, he said, you know, Jim, you took the Chiefs. Are you nervous? Looks bad. I said, no, I'm not because the 49ers are dominating this game and should be blowing them out, but they're not. And that always comes back to bite you. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it did. I said, the Chiefs have alligator blood. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear that term? No. You ever watch Rounders? I have not seen Rounders. Man, how old am I getting? I brought <laughs> Rounders up at the party and nobody knew. Matt Damon, Rounders. Teddy KGB playing poker. This kid's got alligator blood. Check, 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 check. Alligator blood. He just hangs around. So alligator blood's become a great sports cliche, a sports analogy we can use. And the Chiefs had the alligator blood. So there's your Teddy KGB lesson. Write it down. I'm writing it down. I have my own little notes. Whenever I can get it on HS. All right. Whenever we, uh, we do shows, I always take notes. You know, this is my Wexel wisdom that I call it. So I go back and refer to it every often, every so often. Yeah, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> here's what, here's something I did want to ask you about and just get your thoughts on it. 
Um, and I know it's irrelevant to the actual play on the game, so I probably know where you're already going to go with it. But the the physical bump of Travis Kelsey, of his head coach, almost knocking him over in his face. What's your take on that? I give him a pass. Mm-hmm. I give him a pass. Okay. I, you know, talk to him. Hey, man, you can't embarrass me like that. Made me look like an old doddering man. <laughs> but I, I mean, I get it. I, eh, you know, there there are certain guys that can get away with it. Mm-hmm. The, the guy, he, he's a big time leader on that team. So, and maybe he had a good point. Maybe he had a good point because yeah. he wasn't on the field. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm not, I'm a, you got to have your best players out there. Come on. You mean, you want to win the Super Bowl or not? Yeah. Can't be punching people. I mean, if it was a different guy, maybe, maybe I'd cut him. He'd already be cut, but it's Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want Taylor Swift on your ass, do you? I guess, I guess not. Well, uh, <laughs> don't you really get yourself in trouble like you did last week. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything, but I guess the the no no, no response says it all. Um, all right, Jim. Anything else you want to? Can't hear? believe it. sophisticated a sophisticated day trader such as yourself has never watched rounders. I I, I got it written down here. Uh, rounders. I'm I'm gonna watch it. Here's another. Here's another gambling sports gambling movie. Let it ride. Let it ride. People think it's so stupid, but if you watch it twice, there's so many good gambling. St- little nuggets in there like the one guy that keeps losing gets finally gets caught by the bookie and uh but i don't know you that much money dick when, when's the last time i won the guy go, the bookie goes through his notepad oh way back and he says six years ago monday night the packers 22 to win 20 <laughs> <laughs> the last time the dude won so I mean, uh, Rob Richard Dreyfus is is really good in that. So those are two really good sports gambling movies, and of course, Cincinnati Kid with Steve McQueen, and um, uh, the 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 Paul Newman Robert Redford movie. Uh, I can't believe I can't remember. It's the greatest movie of all time. Where you're playing poker on the train, and Paul Newman takes the money from the bad guy. It's really good. Uh, the the Sting, the Sting. Sure. Yeah, this has been a lesson in. We time. never heard of the Sting either, did you? I have not. I have not. How about the Godfather? Have you watched the Godfather? Yes, I've seen the Godfather. I have, like five years ago. So, okay. I, I'm I'm a nerd. I I don't watch TV. I'm always reading, so or playing with my kids. Okay. <laughs> You're loud. All right. Okay. Well, that's it. That's uh episode nine. It's a wrap. That is a wrap. We'll see you next week for 98. Um, Anything you want to plug or point out? All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for liking and subscribing, sharing with your family and friends. We'll see you back here next week. Until then, thank you so much for your support. We love you guys. Have a great rest of the week. Take care, everyone. See you, Jim.